0: but it really made me cry <laughs> like at first it wasn't as sad because I was just like okay so you guys remember when I was recording that episode on K-drama scenes that will make you cry and there was a screenshot of do carrying the grandma but I told you oops spoiler basically that was the spoiler and now I understand why I said it was gonna make people cry I'm so sorry I'm not hating on it Like, I'm literally just telling you that I did not feel any chemistry between Kim Sona and Shimina. However, that did not affect me watching it. And it didn't affect the thoughts that I have about the drama. I just really didn't ship them at all. And I didn't feel any chemistry whatsoever. So, I wasn't watching for the romance. Like, I really could care less about the romance. What I love the most about their couple pairing... Is the story and how healing it is and the heartwarming aspects. I appreciate the couple pairing and I appreciate how beautiful Shimina looks on screen with Kim Sono, but I don't ship them at all. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it. I'm like, I'm just laughing so much on this episode. I'm sorry if it's annoying. It had a great impression on me, but not a lasting impression on me, if that makes any sense. Actually, no, that makes no sense. Hi, everyone. So today I'm going to be talking about Hometown Cha Cha Cha. And just so you know, I am recording this on December 13th. I completed it like a week ago. (laughs) I just didn't have the chance or time to record. So I completed it on December 6th. I don't remember when exactly I started watching, but if you trace back to like the episodes before this, you can probably figure out when I started watching because I gave y'all like a timeline. of my watch schedule. So yeah, actually some episodes i recorded before this might come out after I put this out. Hmm. Anyway, the point is you can't find out when I started watching Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha by listening to more episodes. (laughs) Shameless plug. Okay. So to answer the question, is Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha worth watching? Yes, it is. It's good. It's really good, but I just couldn't title it as watch hometown cha-cha-cha I promise you won't regret it like I don't know why I can't I mean I might change my mind the thing is okay I thought I was gonna have separation issues but I kind of moved on quickly (laughs) like I enjoyed it but I don't know it had a great impression on me but not a lasting impression on me if that makes any sense actually no that makes no sense what I'm trying to say is I'm just surprised that like I didn't have separation issues like as much as I thought I would. Or like for as long as i thought i would anyway so yeah at this point that i am recording this i don't think i am going to title it watch hometown cha 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 i promise you won't regret it i'll probably title it like is hometown cha 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 worth watching but yeah i just answered the question so it is worth watching i have to say like they chose the perfect cast for this because i'm not over shimina's beauty and her talent like It's just effortless for her it did not seem like acting at all and you have to be such a good actress to pull that off and to achieve that like it literally did not look like acting i mean obviously you're not supposed to act and make it look like acting but hers is different there's just like something so natural about it that's a compliment yeah let's just say i'm complimenting her uh i don't know if that makes any sense But yeah, they are the perfect dimple couple. Shimina and Kim Suno. wow. Kim Suno is an amazing actor. Like, he's just so precious and wholesome. I love everything about that man. And also, like, him as an actor and the character he played in this drama. Okay, just a brief disclaimer before I continue. I will basically throw out random thoughts and the comments I had while watching. So, nothing is going to be in order. It's going to be all over the place, but just stick with me. Once again, it's a drama recap slash review slash my thoughts. So yeah, I will read the synopsis at some point, but here's the basic rundown, a basic, basic rundown of Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. So a dentist loses her job for being a righteous worker, literally, (laughs) and she decides to open her own clinic in a town called Gongjin. Uh, I don't know how I'll describe the town, but it's definitely not in the city. So it's like a rural, rural, rural area. It's so hard for me to say that word, rural, rural (laughs) R-U-R-A-L. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, it's not in an urban place, basically. So we watch the lives of many different people with different stories that all complete the story. It's very engaging and funny. The humor is definitely a significant part of this drama. (laughs) It's really good. Like, I'm just having thoughts about all the humor that we had, and it's hilarious. We also have this one man who is basically good at everything. That man is played by Kim Sono. And yeah, the dentist is played by Shimina if I did not say that. Basically, they called him Chief Hung, but his name in the drama is Dushik. Shik. For some reason, I do not remember what her name is. George is going to call her doctor. (laughs) What the heck? Um... He is basically good at everything, and he is also the town chief. So he literally does every single part-time job that you can think about. And he has a lot of like IDs. It reminds me of Hello It's Me when um uh, Kimion Quang would always shove his IDs at people's faces whenever they questioned what he could do. That's funny. Uh what else about this? So yeah, they cross paths and their story begins. It's really cute. It's a fluffy, heartwarming drama. And there's a lot of life lessons to learn from this. I'm not even lying. Like just from the dialogue, it is amazing. It's so thought-provoking and it's really heartwarming. Like the story and everything is relatable in a way. I feel like it's a drama that would feel like what a happy, carefree, everyday life should be like, if that makes any sense. But at the same time, it's not shallow. It's really deep. So I don't know. I just appreciate everything about it. So yeah, that is the basic, basic rundown of From Town Chat Chat. Now let's start with the random thoughts. So one of the kids from the ODG Kids channel, is that what it's called? If y'all have come across that channel on YouTube, it's like really popular because it's always recommended for me. One of the kids that's on that channel is actually in this. I was like, what the heck? If you want to know who I'm talking about, an iconic episode on that channel of her is the IU episode where she had to basically pretend like she didn't like IU, but she's actually a big fan of IU. Like, it really showed her acting skills. She's really good. It was interesting. Like, at first when I saw her, I was like, damn, she has come a long way. So yeah, it was definitely interesting to see her in a drama already. And she's really good. Like her acting is really good. I'm not even kidding. She is amazing. I'm laughing because all of her parts had humor in it. So basically she played the daughter of one of the characters who owns a cafe. And he used to be a singer. But he is no longer famous. I don't think he was ever famous. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. But it's like there's just a lot of humor in their parts. Uh, So basically she is obsessed with this one band. It's like an idol group. So yeah, typical teenager. <laughs> and there was a lot of humor. Like I said, her name is Jury And she basically just gives me Gen Z vibes. Everything about that character cracks me up. Like she's always trolling and bickering with her dad. <laughs> like <laughs> there's this one part at the end. Uh I'm trying not to give away spoilers. But basically, Shimina is in a wedding dress and... Everyone's like hyping up the couple, but she comes and she's like, Is this the only option that they had? <laughs> I am so done. I could not. I cannot with that character. I just, she's so funny. She's hilarious. But yeah. Uh, so from the introduction of Kim Sono's character, he already had my heart. He's just so wholesome. And it's interesting because I feel like that's how he is in real life. So, like, all the times he helped her without her knowing was so cute. And his relationship with everyone in the town is just like, Really cute and healthy. (laughs) I don't know the best word to describe it. He changed her. He changed her to become more simple and down to earth. And I actually want to be like that. Honestly, I feel like you can learn a lot of things from Kim Sonho's character. Oh yeah, a lot of times I fangirl over them as a couple. But it's interesting cuz I really don't ship them. I did not appreciate the romance in this, but I appreciated their relationship. But I'll tell you more about that later. Anyway, they're really so cute. So there was this one time like things were awkward between them and he went to her clinic. And she was like, your teeth is fine. So do you have a problem? And he was like, yes, with our relationship. That made my heart flutter. But he wasn't even doing it in a romantic way. He just literally wanted to solve the issue between them. That was so cute. And also there was a time he told her to stop acting like an adult. That he wants her to comfortably cross the line. I am like, oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. Also there's a classroom scene. Her. like she was giving a cavity lesson to some elementary school students children basically and they were dancing it was so cute because he helped her like i said he can do any freaking part-time job that you offer him <laughs> speaking about dancing oh my god i cannot there's this one scene in episode six they basically performed with jury remember jury is the little girl the teenager it's not even little guys look forward to this thing that's all i can say Talking about Jury, so in that scene, in episode 6, the dance scene, basically her dad is overly protective of her. But it's so cute because honestly, like, you can see she is the priority in his life. I told you guys how he used to be a celebrity, but that all, like, faded. <laughs> I feel bad and I laugh every time I talk about this. The point is, I think it's just really beautiful how he cares for his daughter. Like the little things that he does or like the little things that they show is so precious. There was this one time he gave her a piggyback ride and he basically threw his guitar on the floor. Like that signified a lot of things. I told you guys, he really cherishes the fact that he used to be a celebrity and every chance he gets, he literally tries to promote himself. But the fact that he threw his guitar on the floor just to help his daughter up. And the funny thing about this is I told you how she's obsessed with this one group. She's basically trying to run after the members, but it was the same time that she hurt her ankle so she couldn't run. And so he gave her a piggyback ride with that. And after that, she also told him like, why would you do that when you have a problem with your back? I was like, that is so precious like she is number one in his life I don't know that was just really cute I just had to mention that <laughs> yeah I told you guys the humor is a big part of this drama there's this one scene she was going through the list of clients who were supposed to come to the dentist clinic dentist the dental clinic and she acted with Lee Sung Ying and my girlfriend goomy <laughs> And the first name on the list was Lee Sungi. Gi. I died, bro. I could not. She was like, Lee Gi? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> the writers, bro. I could not. I literally spat on my water when she said that. <laughs> I was just... <laughs> I don't know why I found that was so funny, but it was really funny to me. Yeah, I talked about the little precious things in the drama between the dad and the daughter. And also, like, there's this one scene where Shimina basically acknowledged his music and his talent. The way he reacted was so precious. Like, even though he wasn't successful or recognized, he just really loved being a singer. And that was all that mattered. I don't know. That just said a lot. And. I really appreciated watching this drama for the little things. Yeah, even the trivial things really like got to me. There was this one scene where she put on her shoes and she stumped or she just put her feet on the ground or her foot on the ground and the lights came on. Bro, that made me smile like an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, there are some life lessons. Like it's very realistic and relatable. And also, there is something deep about his character. And I feel like that's also relatable because on the outside, he's really bubbly. You wouldn't even know he's battling anything on the inside. Oh my gosh. I don't know. His character was so precious. The next time I say, I don't know, I will just laugh myself. <laughs> uh, there are many epilogues to look forward to at the end of each episode. I think almost every episode had an epilogue. But you know how dramas do this thing where majority of the episodes will have epilogues but then the episode that they leave on a cliffhanger will not have no actually that's different the preview and the epilogue are different scratch that (laughs) but yeah a lot of dramas have it how we have like an epilogue at the end which is a scene that they probably skipped over but it's interesting because i feel like we can all predict what that scene is gonna be about because like when you're watching and you see that they purposely do not show something you can already like predict that that's what they're going to show in the epilogue <laughs> anyway I appreciate it it's really funny it's really funny I told you how it shows like different people's aspects what I told you how it shows the lives of different people and the drama it gives me a uh, modern farmer vibes in a way but it's not as rural <laughs> here I'm back at it again with the pronunciation rural this one is more modern than Modern Farmer. <laughs> what am I even talking about? What I'm trying to say is it gives me the same vibes that Modern Farmer has, but it's not as village centered as Modern Farmer. But then again, there's 2021. So even though it's in the same kind of setting and the vibe is the same, uh, Hometown Toshita looks more. Contemporary, instead of using the word modern again. I think what's so similar is the humor and the types of characters that we have in this drama. That's what's similar between hometown cha cha and modern farmer. But like the story is not similar in any way. Like it's completely different. So I'm not saying that they are similar in general. I'm just saying like the humor and the setting and the types of characters that we have is what is similar. Yeah, it's a feel good drama. It's also a healing drama. <laughs> So, um, Shimina has a friend who works with her. They're both dentists, obviously. Her friend is, like, her assistant. And her friend is paired up with a police officer in the town. <laughs> their couple, I cannot. I really love their couple. It's like, they're so innocent, awkward, adorable. The friend is so direct and he is always, like, flustered. So... <laughs> They're so cute it made it seem more like simple and sincere like their relationship there was nothing complicated about it she was just so for like she stated what she wanted and there was no like misunderstanding not misunderstandings. like none of them tried to act in a certain way they were just really honest about how they felt and I think that was really cute uh now let's talk about the second lead so the first encounter between the three people. So we have Kim Suno, Shimina, I do not know what the second lead's name is because this is the first time I'm seeing him. But yeah, so <laughs> they were all matching outfits. That was actually cute. But then the second lead and Shimina, they were supposed to be college, uh, what do you say? College mates? No, they basically went to the same college, but the second lead is older than Shimina, so he was her sunbae. And when they met, they all met in the town because he was shooting something. He's not like a producer or like a director. And he is basically in charge of that idol group that, um I don't know if he's in charge. He has something to do with the idol group that Juri likes. And that group, they were shooting something in the town. The three of them met. By the three of them, I mean second lead, male lead, and female lead. <laughs> but Shimina in the second lead kept agreeing on things. And it really just showed how jealous Kim Sono was, even though like, At that time, none of them had confirmed their feelings or admitted to their feelings. But it was so cute watching him act all like jealous, even though he was trying to cover it up. Because they kept agreeing on things and he was just trying to refute all their arguments so he wouldn't feel left out. It was really funny. Like he was trying not to seem bothered, but you could tell like he was really bothered by how close they were. So basically, the second lead wanted Kim Sono to be in charge he wanted to hire Kim Sono to help him with the shooting that he was doing in the town and so Kim Sono was like no but then he was like okay they're gonna play a game and if he wins then Kim Sono has to help him out and it's like he's gonna get paid it's not for free but anyway Kim Sono just didn't want to do it so they were gonna play a game of chance (laughs) and he told Kim Sono, I have a feeling you're very familiar with playing this game do y'all get it <laughs> like because kim suno is always like playing that game on two days on one night so it's like a reference it's just like the same lee gi reference i cannot the humor in this it's hilarious yeah so more about the second lead i love that he was cool about it i'm not gonna give away too many spoilers i'm just gonna say that really vaguely like he was cool about it but something funny that he said was <laughs> he was like i hated geometry in school so love triangles are not for me i was just like are you kidding me i'm like i'm just laughing so much on this episode i'm sorry if it's annoying Yeah, by the way, the second lead is beautiful. He has such a beautiful smile. Oh my God. This is my first time seeing him, like I said. And I look forward to more things of him. So yeah, he's just really cute. There are many times in general that I laughed a lot. Like I cried from laughing because all the characters are so hilarious. There's this one scene uh, Shimina and Kim Sonu had to pretend to be a couple because Shimina's parents came. And it was all complicated, but they had to pretend to be a couple. And so her friend or someone sent to their group chat, because like the people in the town, they have like a group chat. So someone sent out that whoever acts the best, like whoever helps them pretend the most in front of their parents is going like to get a prize. And so all of them were trying to act. <laughs> and they were all trying to like be so extra. But it's interesting because then there was also a part where when they actually started dating they try to hide their relationship from the people in the town because like they didn't want all the attention which was really useless because everyone knew but like yeah so like every time we were close and someone walked in the first time she slapped him the second time she kicked him and then the third time she used her head to hit his head and then she twisted his arm so <laughs> the people intervened i told you that they knew already so they knew but then they were gonna play on the fact that Kim Sono and Shimina didn't know that they knew. So basically, Shimina and Kim Sudo played themselves because the people were like, uh, "Shimina is really violent. They have to separate them, so they shouldn't be close, or they shouldn't be seen close together." <laughs> That was funny. Okay, I should stop laughing because, yeah, I don't encourage that. We don't encourage violence in this house. And once again, like, if the tables were turned, like, no one's going to be laughing. So, yeah, don't be violent, whether you're a guy or a girl. Don't, like, hate your partner. (laughs) It's not funny. It's actually not funny. But, like, what's funny about it in Hometown Tasha is, like, when she did that, it actually backfired. Because then they had to separate the both of them. So, yeah. I like the different characters that we have in this drama. Like, a lot of different characters but they're all relatable and realistic in a way yeah i paused a lot when i was watching um the last episode to reread the subs over and over again because they're just so thought-provoking like dang and when you get to the last episode you understand why that episode has a lot of thought-provoking like dialogue and sentences so yeah overall it's an excellent drama other than the excessive product placement, like I'm not even kidding, at one point they made it so obvious with Domino's Pizza and it was basically just the male lead and the second lead eating and expressing how satisfied they are with it. I'm like really, <laughs> how much did Domino sponsor this? Overall, I'll give it an 8.5 to a 9. It's definitely worth watching. <laughs> Their relationship is so cute. Like, Kim Sono is literally the cutest. And also, there was a part that they were deciding pet names. This is actually not a spoiler. I just think it's really cute. But yeah, I learned something new about the word Chagi. And it's basically saying, I'm you and you're me. Like, that was the description that Kim Sono gave. And also... <laughs> In that scene, they just had to be so freaking extra. But yeah, I just wanted to say like the vibes that Shimina had in this is the same vibes that she gave me from Oh My Venus with Soji Sub. That's why I'm saying everything about what she does is just so natural. Like it doesn't look like acting. I feel like that's how she is in real life, but I'm not sure. I actually have not watched that much content of her like off screen. So I don't know how she is in real life. But yeah, Shimina is an excellent actress. Now, I told you guys that I did not ship Kim Sana and Shimina. And it's because I did not feel any chemistry. I'm so sorry. I'm not hating on it. Like, I'm literally just telling you that I did not feel any chemistry between Kim Sona and Shimina. However, that did not affect me watching it. And it didn't affect the thoughts that I have about the drama. I just really didn't ship them at all. And I didn't feel any chemistry whatsoever. So... I wasn't watching for the romance. Like, I really could care less about the romance. What I love the most about their couple pairing is the story and how healing it is. And the heartwarming aspects. So, guys, I ship Kimubin and Shimina so freaking hard. It's just the same way I ship Rujunil and uh Hiri really hard. And because of that, I cannot ship Hiri or Rujunil with anyone else that they act with. So, that's why I don't ship Shimina and Kim Sono. That's why I didn't feel any chemistry. But, yeah. So, I appreciate the couple pairing and I appreciate how beautiful Shimina looks on screen with Kim Suno. but I don't ship them at all. Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to put it. But yeah, okay, there are a lot of important characters and parts that I didn't mention, but overall, it's an amazing drama. I will have the unfiltered recap like I started the last time. I will have it in the blooper section and if you're wondering where that is, it's after you hear the beep. So like after I say Anyang and you hear the beep, That is where the blooper section starts from, if you were ever wondering. So I'm going to read the plot synopsis and then we will end with the unfiltered recap. Once again, the unfiltered recap is me basically throwing thoughts at you, but it's going to be really specific and there will be spoilers. I'm doing this so if you have watched it, you can compare my thoughts with your thoughts and whatnot, or if you really don't care about spoilers. But yeah, like I said, an 8.5 to a 9. So here is the plot synopsis of Hometown Cha 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 by Asian Wiki. A love story set in the seaside village of Gongjin. Yunhae Jin, played by Shimina, works as a dentist. She is mostly a realist, but due to her righteousness, which is only a tiny part of her mind, (laughs) wow, her life changes. She ends up moving to the seaside village of Gongjin. There, Yoon Hye-jin meets Hong Dushik, played by Kim Sun-ho. She becomes curious about him. Hong Dushik is called Chief Hong by the local residents. He is a handsome and smart man. Officially, he is unemployed, but he always seems to be busy. If someone needs help, Hong Dushik is the first one to appear and provide help. I don't know if that's a good plot synopsis or not but i really don't want to read it off anywhere else yeah just know that hometown cha-cha-cha is definitely worth watching it has 16 episodes each episode is over an hour if i'm not mistaken it is a 2021 drama and yeah the literal title is hometown cha-cha-cha yeah okay so thank you so much you guys for tuning in i'm really glad that you did if you like content like this and if you don't mind please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content Alrighty, annyeong uh there are two kids in this one of them is ejun he is so freaking smart and he's just like really mature for his age And there was this one scene that really broke my heart where he was crying, but he wanted to hide it from his parents because he didn't want his parents to be sad. Like, that was so mature of him. And then the other kid is Bora. (laughs) Oh my God. Both of them are, like, both kids, their parents are really stupid. But anyway, Bora is, like, she low-key bullies Ijun, but then she's also a crybaby at the same time. Basically, they had to make up their own choreography, but it made no sense because they were trying to do... So basically, they had this town talent show, right? And jury wanted to perform because she wanted to use the prize money to get braces or something like that. And... As she was going to perform, she hurt her ankle. I think she hurt her ankle for days and it got worse because she was practicing the dance. And so when it was time to perform, she was obviously bad and she couldn't like dance. And so Kim Sono and Shibina were like, okay, they're going to help. They walked up to the stage. So like, uh, what's the word? Confidently. I actually thought they were going to do something. But yeah, they did nothing. They literally gave us nothing. And they were trying so hard. That's what made it so funny. I wonder if Shuana can actually dance in real life. I'm not sure. But I know for a fact that it's a joke that Kim Sono cannot. So it was really funny to watch him perform. Yeah, I was laughing so hard. I even screen recorded that scene because I was just like, whenever I'm down, I'm just going to watch it so it can make me feel good. It is so hilarious. I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb because if someone calls me, my laptop's going to stop recording. Okay. Let's see. As I was saying. There's this one part that I think everyone can relate to and it's how she always wants to show like a certain side of herself to her friends. Even though that's not how it is. I feel like we all do that. Like you definitely want to show the certain side of your life to people aka social media that's all you do on social media you don't post all the I don't want to say you don't post the truth but you certainly cover up some things because you want people to see only one side of you yeah she did that a lot because her friends are all like dentists they're rich and influential and every time she was with them she just put on this like persona I'm like yeah there was even one time I felt really bad for Kim Sono. but the thing is he never really got mad I don't know he's just so precious but uh When she introduced him to her friends, she kept emphasizing that he graduated from SNU. I think that's like Seoul National University and that's like a very prestigious university. And he looked at her like, dang, like, do you really have to show off that way? But you could see like she was doing it so they wouldn't say anything about him because... His way of life, like, his perspective on life, he says he has to enjoy himself. So, basically, that's why he doesn't have, like, an office job. Well, that's one of the reasons, because there's another reason why he doesn't have an office job. But, like, he just has a lot of part-time jobs, and he's enjoying himself. And people usually call him jobless, because they're like, bro, like, get an actual job. But she was trying to cover that up, and that's why she's like, oh, yeah, he graduated from SNU, So, everyone would be like, wow, Uh, what else? I don't even know why, but like that thing, she was smiling. Uh, Kim Sano was also smiling. It was just so precious. I don't know. Every time they smiled, I also smiled. Now, I you know I've said I don't know a billion times. I'm so sorry. We're back at it again with the repetition. I mean, we never left it, but okay. <laughs> 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 Bora's dad cannot do anything right. Oh my gosh. There was this one scene I laughed so hard. Basically, his wife used to be pregnant, and he was a jerk, in my opinion. Because there was this scene that really pissed me off. He was basically carrying Bora on his back, and they were walking up the hill. I told you his wife is pregnant. And she was like, can you walk slowly? I'm really tired. And he was like, can't you see I'm carrying Bora? I'm like, dude, do you think it's easy being pregnant? But anyway, so this thing that I'm telling you guys about, basically he changed. (laughs) And he told his wife, like... So now she has the kid and whatever. But he told her, like, don't do anything. Like, just sit and watch me. (laughs) And then (laughs) he tried to lift the boxes, but he fell with it. The one time, the one time he tried to do something right, he did it. I was just so done. Yeah, he crashed into the boxes and... (laughs) You guys need to watch it. Yeah, look forward to Bora's parents. Bora's parents are hilarious. Ejun's parents are hilarious. Jiri's dad is... Jiri's dad is hilarious. There's also this woman who used to gossip. Like, she was the chief gossiper in the town. She's just so funny. We have some grandmas as well. So precious. Okay, and I think something's happening with the mic, but I'm hearing a lot of plosives. Like, I'm not even listening to myself right now, but I know that there's going to be a lot of plosives when I upload this. Hopefully, I'll be able to fix that with the editing. So, like, the things that he says to her, it's just so wholesome. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He's just so carefree and, like, his way of life and the perspective he has on life is really healthy. I think healthy is just the best word to describe it. There was this one part he was singing her name when she didn't open the door. Oh my gosh, there's just another scene. Okay, I feel like that wasn't that funny. Okay, and the second lead, his name is Lee Sang Yi. Like I said, this is the first thing I'm seeing of him, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Yeah, I've not watched anything else of him. He is just so really cute. Anyway, I look forward to more things of him. I feel like there's just going to be so much that I'm going to take out because I kept laughing so damn hard in this episode and it's just going to ruin the episode because there's going to be a lot of plosives. but I will try to work around it. Anyway, so let's get to the unfiltered recap. Uh, The first thing I want to mention is the birth scene. That really touched my heart. Also, it's really precious how one text message saved his life. Okay, first of all, for the birth scene, I'm talking about the birth, not bird birth scene. I'm talking about uh Bora's mom. I told you that she was pregnant. She had to give birth, but there was like a storm that day and the roads were blocked. So Shimina's character basically had to be a midwife and help her give birth and just like the sound of her giving birth <laughs> in the scene. It was just really touching. And also like she fought with her husband right before she went into labor. So Everything was just complicated. And I feel like her husband became really mature because of that scene too. Because I told you he was a jerk in my opinion before. He was just an idiot. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah. Uh, I think it's really precious how one text literally saved Kim Sana's life. And it's basically when it shows like he was about to kill himself. But then he got a text message from the grandma in the village. Is it a village? In the town. I'm just saying he got a text message from the grandma and Gongjin. And that basically made him stop. And also we ended up seeing that Shimina was involved in saving his life. Because she was the one that called the ambulance. Yeah, they they did a lot like saying they had many encounters before they met officially in Gongjin. Like they met as children, they met as teenagers and also that scene of her calling the ambulance. Like I don't think she knew it was him because obviously she didn't know that she knew him. But she just wanted to help a random person which is really precious. And also um, The grandma's last words This is a spoiler guys So once again if you do not want to hear spoilers Just click out of this <laughs> Uh, So yeah the grandma's last words Really touched my heart So someone already spoiled it for me That she was gonna die And so when I watched it I was like okay This is not gonna like be that sad for me Cause I was expecting it Like I knew she was gonna die at the end But It really made me cry (laughs) like at first it wasn't as sad because I was just like okay I like the way they said it like she is now resting rather than saying like she is gone and also she was old so it's just like it was like a happy death but it made me really sad like the part that made me get hairy eyed was when I considered the fact that the actress is actually an old woman and it just made me really want her to live long Cause I was like, dang, like imagine having to act that you're dying out of old age, but you're actually old. I don't know what goes through like old people's minds, but it was just really precious. And he was also sad at the same time. So yeah, I lost it when, uh, Dushik was like, so he was not able to cry and he was just like, it hasn't dawned on him yet. And he was also like, he is so used to it, but it never gets old. Wait, was that what he said? He basically just said like he cannot get used to it, referring to the fact that he has lost many people. By the way, Dushik is an orphan. He was raised by his grandpa, but his grandpa also died. So he is used to like having people die around him. And he also blamed himself, which is one thing that has to deal with the trauma that he's battling with and the nightmares that he has. Uh yeah, so I also cried a lot when her son started crying and also the two grandmas because there used to be three grandmas that hung out together so when the oldest of them died like it was just really sad it was really sad And then Dushik was also crying, saying she called him her son. And yeah, so that scene. So you guys remember when I was recording that episode on K-drama scenes that would make you cry? And there was a screenshot of Dushik carrying the grandma. But I told you, oops, spoiler. Basically, that was the spoiler. And now I understand why I said it was going to make people cry. But yeah, I told you, like, someone literally told me, like, they didn't even implicitly, (laughs) if that's a word to use, They didn't vaguely spoil it. They literally told me she is going to die. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, why would you spoil that for me? (sighs) What else? Oh, yeah, there's also... So, they were showing how the different residents, how they all grieve in their own way. And there's this woman. So, the woman who usually gossips, she has this tradition of donating whenever she's grieving someone because she also lost her daughter. I was like, damn, I have mad respect for her. Like, imagine... Giving away money when you just lost something that's so precious to you. That's a lot. And that is so mature. And that is so precious. Oh yeah. (laughs) There was a part that made me laugh at the end. So she basically wanted to propose to him. She basically made up this line about saying, I want there to be two shoes two pairs of shoes at the door or something like that like it was a good one but then i wheezed (laughs) because she was like would you marry me and he was like no like i knew it's because he wanted to ask her first but yeah it's really funny to me i'm getting so drained but i have to record two other episodes right now and i don't know if i want to do that but anyway yeah like i said there's always some type of child connection i rolled my eyes a lot there were a lot of swoon-worthy scenes that just made me cringe but yeah, at the same time, I think it's worth watching. I just have to admit, it is cute. Like, even though I didn't like it, and I rolled eyes and I thought it was cringe. Overall, it is cute. So check out Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. I promise you will not regret it. Maybe I'll end up titling it this way. Who knows? Anyway, so just an update. I have completed our secret. I actually completed it before I completed Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Like I told you guys, I completed Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha on December 6th. So Yeah you're going to hear an episode where I rate all the dramas I completed in 2021 in these two dramas. So like Hometown, Cha-Cha-Cha, and Our Secret are both going to be on that list, even though I recorded it before I completed both dramas. And it's basically because I set the goal to actually complete it. So recording beforehand is was going to keep me in check and it was also like motivation so I would hold myself accountable because like if I recorded that episode but I actually didn't complete it then I'll have to take out those two dramas and I really didn't want to do that so when I was recording I basically talked about it like I had completed it I actually don't know if that's what I did but the point is I recorded that episode before I'm recording this episode or even before I completed those two dramas and oh my gosh, guys, I gave in and I think I'm going to watch Falling Into Your Smile. That is a C drama. I have seen a lot of hype about it. However, I don't like esport dramas because I feel like they have overly used that plot and that trope. But I think I will give it a shot because it's like super popular. Like I think the first episode has like 10 million views. Even Go Ahead does not have 10 million views, which I'm kind of salty about because Go Ahead is superior. Also, there is a new feature to upload videos on Spotify, so we expect more of that coming your way. Anyway, peace.